Hello, I'm Eric Cooper. Welcome to the Expert Money Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, all at The Expert Money. This is a podcast where we will try to inform and educate about all things money. We want you to be wealthier, healthier, and happier. Because we live in a bananas world, here is a fun disclosure. This podcast is published and provided for information and entertainment purposes only. The info in this podcast is not investment or health advice. None of the information contained in this podcast constitutes a recommendation that any particular security portfolio securities transaction or investment strategy is suitable for any specific person. With that out of the way, let's get started. What have we been doing as America? Why don't we take care of our citizens? Oh, we're going to have runaway inflation. It's going to be the Weimar Republic. You're going to start wallpapering your walls with dollar bills because it's going to be devalued if we print more money. Why don't we deal with that when inflation starts actually becoming an issue? Right now, the velocity of money, how many times the dollar turns over in communities and the economy has come to a grind. It's come to a standstill. The only people benefiting for any velocity of money are the grocery stores, Amazon, and Walmart, effectively. All small businesses stopped. So instead of me earning a dollar, going to buy a coffee, and then the proprietor of that coffee shop going to buy a newspaper, and then the proprietor of that newspaper shop going to buy some jeans, all the money has either been parked in a bank account or parked on Amazon's balance sheet. We need... Since there is no inflation currently, or very low, and a low velocity of money, we need to help our citizens. We are one of the most developed, wealthiest nations in the world. And yes, I understand that money supply is near all-time highs. I guess it's surpassed all-time highs. We've printed, quote-unquote, printed in a computer somewhere, pushed zero a bunch of times. We've printed a ton of money, but a lot of it has ended up just in the stock market, in the hands of the few. Yes, I happen to be a bit of a beneficiary of that by owning public equities, so I'm not mad about that. But people are waiting online for hours for food. Food banks are in dire straits. We need to get money to our citizens, citizens who need it, citizens who are being greatly impacted and adversely affected by a global pandemic because they can't work because businesses are getting shut down, whether just because people are scared and not going out or by state mandate by governor saying, hey, we're s- shutting businesses down, which is probably the right answer if we're going to ever co- try to control this thing. And yes, I know a vaccine is coming, but that is probably not till you know summer until everyone has their two shots worth of vaccine and can start to read turn to some normalcy. So in the meantime, I think it's crucially important that we get money to our citizens. People need that unemployment benefit that's supposed to run out at the end of December. We need to extend that. The good news is Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell have finally initiated talks. I don't know why they had to wait so long. I know it was a crazy political season and still contentious with President Trump refusing to concede. So maybe they were waiting on concession. They realize the end of the year is close, and then holidays are going to be a really dark time for Americans. But finally, 
Finally, Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell have initiated talks to hopefully get out of relief to all the Americans who so badly need them. The bill will likely come in under the trillion dollar mark. Still a lot of money. For reference, the original CARES Act uh, in the spring was about 1.8 trillion. So there's still a lot of debate what's gonna happen over state and local government funding, which states are clamoring for funding, local governments are clamoring for funding, because all these things have a trickle down effect. As we've talked about, when the velocity of money slows down, the dollars stop turning over, people aren't spending businesses and local businesses, there's no tax base to cut. Well now, they don't have money to fund their police department, uh, the EMT crew, the fire department. Uh, the investors in those municipal bonds are expect payment for the, for the water project that that city did years ago that they issued a 20-year bond on. So local municipalities need that money. That, again, trickles back down to investors because investors buy those municipal bonds that fund capital projects in towns and communities and small cities and large cities. Another topic that's contentious will be liability protection for businesses and schools that have been open for this pandemic. Should they get it, should they not? Look, if you're going into a bar and you happen to catch coronavirus, is that not on you? Or maybe it is the bar's fault, maybe they should be open. So I, I understand the debate, the nuance around that. Businesses, if they open up and try to return to normalcy, try to restore the economy, don't wanna be on the hook because there are a bunch of class action lawyers out there saying, oh man, they see easy money, especially with balance, uh, balance sheet rich companies, the Amazons of the world. You're telling me they couldn't organize 20,000 Amazon workers who said they got COVID at Amazon and then sue for a class action lawsuit? Could easily happen. So you understand why they're debating uh, business liability, business protection, or lack thereof. So that, that's gonna be a big one, and interesting to see how that plays out. They are most likely going to renew the jobless benefits of the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, the, but the $600 a week extra that everyone was getting, that's unlikely to happen again. They are in discussions for maybe $300 a week for a period of time, but that carries a big price tag, right? So, you know, Republicans are reluctant to do it. I think the Democrats want more, uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But they will, at the very least, it sounds like, the payment that is due to expire at the end of December, the extended unemployment benefits, I'm guessing that is going to be extended. Surely pass is ample funds to pay for and distribute this vaccine. That would be bananas if they didn't fully fund that. Every American should have full, free access to this vaccine from any, any CVS, Walgreens, grocery store, I don't care where you get it. It's most likely that'll be funded. Another one that is contentious. What is another topic? President Trump and a lot of Democrats, and it's the, the, left, the lefter-leaning Democrats, it seems, but it's funny, this is where uh, they find some common ground, but President Trump would like that $1,200 that, America, that Americans got in the spring. He'd like another round of that. That looks very unlikely to happen because that would probably add a price tag of another $300 billion on the already trillion dollar price tag. 
It is interesting when Congress decides to uh, use fiscal responsibility. I don't know when the line is drawn, how it's drawn. A lot of things get funded. It seems like we, we learned through research that came out that the original PPP was wildly abused. A lot of grift. So I don't understand why you wouldn't want to just give it right to your citizens because that will directly go right back into the economy. So we'll see what happens with that. I do know President Biden spoke today, President-elect Biden, excuse me, but he predicts a bleak future if Congress doesn't act on the COVID-19 relief bill. I wouldn't call it a bleak future. I'd say it's bleak out there already. Unemployment's not great. Daily infections and deaths are all times high. Food banks are stretched as far as they've ever been stretched. People waiting online for food and meals around the country. Basically a repeat, and I'm being slightly a little bit of hyperbole, but we're seeing Great Depression type issues because the velocity of money is slowed down, yet the stock market is an all-time high. There's a major disconnect going on. So we have to help our citizens. And let's hope the second stimulus gets out there ASAP to provide the temporary relief that our citizens need. And look, in six months' time, maybe it's eight months' time, we are going to have, this is maybe too much for prediction, I think we're going to have the roaring 20s. The 2020s will be unprecedented. There'll be free-flowing capital. We'll have markets that are doing well. We will have vibrancy like we've never seen before because people are going to come out of a really dark period and just want to live. So it is important that Congress and our government helps support their citizens in this brief period for a quarter, maybe two quarters, and then it's all gravy. Looking up from there, we've got to have some optimism. Don't listen to the naysayers that say we'll never come out of this. That's all I got for today. We'll see you next time. As always, you can find us at The Expert Money on Twitter, on Instagram, or TheExpertMoney.com. Maybe one day you'll find us on TikTok. Take care. Let me know if you have thoughts.